now that our minds are made up, I think we both are really eager to just jump into this next phase of our lives as quickly as possible. Even without a go bag. Even without a go bag, which we may still have. We may still have a go bag. <laughs> Welcome back to Finding Gene and Marie, a journey to relocate to Europe and build connections with people we meet along the way. My name is Kevin. I'm Judy. And here we are on beach in San Francisco. Chrissy Field. Chrissy Field. And you can see the bridge behind us. You can probably hear the waves next to us. And you might hear some other people walking around. This is a very busy Sunday morning. We're bringing you here today because as we're preparing to move out of San Francisco, we've been spending time in some of our favorite places. And this absolutely is one of them. Killer view, uh, the sound of roar of the bay, it doesn't get much better than this. And, uh, you know, we're sitting on some rocks, so this should be a, uh, a good episode for comfort. <laughs> There's a lot that's been happening with us. A lot of things that are really exciting and some things that are slowing us down. But we've actually decided that we want to accelerate our plan to move to Europe. Now we can see signs from the universe telling us that when you start to delay a little bit, but here's a little notion that maybe you should go this direction a little bit faster. And then we'll get to this point and say, well, something's stopping us from there. It's like we're getting told to go faster, but not yet at the same time. So we have to figure out how we're gonna to get to Europe and the timing of it. How do we move forward when there are things in our way? All right, so we're here to break it down for you because it's pretty confusing. Even to us. Even to us. And it's really hard to figure a lot of this stuff out when we don't have a, a drop date for exactly when we're going. So one of the first things that is maybe accelerating us is the fact that there are some changes happening with my job and my company. And it may not be as possible as we thought originally for us to be able to work U.S. hours while living in Europe. So one of the things that we know for sure, uh, even just from our experience in moving to San Francisco, it's a lot easier if you're going to be working a conventional job to be living at least in the same continent as where you're going to be interviewing. So right now, because we are still in San Francisco, it's really difficult for us or me to be interviewing uh, for a job in Europe. Yeah, we know moving is hard and stressful, so we don't want to delay it or complicate it any more than we have to. We want to just rip that bandaid off and get this done. I definitely feel that it's a lot harder to have things drawn out and stressed and just kind of be in this continual state of limbo. And I think we would rather just make our move before anything could go wrong or derail us. You wanna start breaking down the three different ways? Sure. The first way that we can find ourselves in Europe is by getting a D7 visa from Portugal. That's been one of the ideas that we've been looking at most thoroughly. So that would be get the visa now while we're in San Francisco, get all that worked out and then move over there. Right, one challenge with Portugal is that it seems like it's just exploding right now. And especially for us where we have no desire to bring a car yeah. or purchase a car, have a car while we're living in Portugal, which means that we really are having to commit to a major city in Portugal. Yeah, we heard from different uh, YouTubers and other people that suddenly the cost of an apartment that looked like it was affordable a few months ago now has gone up or doubled even in some places. So we're working really hard to figure out are there options or is this a city like Lisbon or Porto, are they so limited in how many apartments are available that we're actually going to have a hard time even getting one temporarily just to get the visa going. Rental properties are going so fast 
We are concerned that we really may have to settle more than we want to. If that's the path that we ultimately take, we will be bringing our five suitcases with us. The next way we can get over to Europe is to be true digital nomads, and we talked about this. This would be more like the go bag, where we can't really have five suitcases and maybe a, a box or two of extra stuff. We'd really have to be very mobile, and we'd have to be ready to change places often and be out of the Schengen area for a little bit, which means the UK or some other place that's not in the EU countries and that makes it even more complicated. There are some really exciting things about being digital nomads. We'll be able to travel a lot more. We'll be able to experience a lot more of the world. And we really will be traveling with two suitcases, probably a carry-on and a backpack. To me, it's actually a little bit exciting. Terrifying and exciting. Terrifying time. and exciting. You'll see from all of these different choices yeah. that how much we sell or get rid of is dependent on the path that we're taking. Right, so if we're gonna be true digital nomads, we have to get rid of a lot more stuff. If we go to the D7 visa for Portugal, we actually have to be there for 183 days straight. So we would take a few more things just so we don't have to worry about buying stuff. Like everything requires us to think through, well, what do we do today to prep for this next move? And then the third choice really complicates things. The third option for us to consider is to have conventional jobs and be living somewhere in Europe. Portugal doesn't have a an explosion of jobs for non-Portuguese people. It certainly would be easier to get a job in an English-speaking country, but then again, are we paying more to live in that country? We're not paying San Francisco prices. Is there a way to somehow live cheaper and lighter? Learn from the digital nomad stuff a little bit. If we took that path, we may actually take a few more things with us than our five suitcases, because we would expect that we would live there for definitely a couple of years. I don't know. We're yeah. keeping our options open as to what that's going to look like. Yeah, I don't want to bring a ton of stuff still. I, I still want to keep the mindset that we're not taking the lifestyle we have right now and just moving it over. Right, absolutely. We may bring some art as opposed to traveling with five suitcases, which would preclude that. Yeah, definitely. So if it was me reading the signs. But if it's me reading the signs. And there's a lot of signs. We're definitely getting indications both ways that this is the thing we should be doing. I can see right away that the universe is saying, this is good, this is good, this just happened. Oh my God, did you know this person just talked to you? All this stuff is happening because of the things we've started, this channel that we've started, so many of you have shared with us that all that's positive. And yet again, there are things that are keeping us from making a quick choice right now. One of the things that we haven't really talked about is that I got picked in mid-July for a two and a half month jury trial. Two and a half months? <laughs> who, who gets two and a half months when we're trying to plan to move out of the country? So that is definitely putting a monkey wrench in our ability to travel to Portugal and check out that country. We've never visited. We've only heard good things about it, but we haven't seen it ourselves if it's going to be the right fit for us. Yeah, your trial ends a week after we're supposed to come back from Lisbon. So this is really the wrong time. In fact, we had to schedule a duplicate trip in October just so we could have something as a backup because airline prices, everything else were going up. So we do have two trips right now. We're really hoping for the September one because we want to be able to make a decision. And I really don't want to just move to Lisbon and say, well, we'll just wing it and don't know anything about the place. I'd like to know a little bit about it. But if you're reading the signs, then I definitely feel like we just have to be open-minded and trust that if that September trip 
doesn't happen, there's a reason behind it. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, there's other things that are stopping us from making decisions right away, too. Like we have family coming into town. And, you know, the, the, for eight years, we live in San Francisco. We've had a, a tiny, tiny visitation period of people. This last six months or so, we've had more people than we've ever had. It's wonderful, and we're actually super excited that we get to show off our apartment and host family and friends for this short amount of time that we have left in San Francisco. Yeah, but it's a conflict of emotion. <laughs> exactly. Like we're finally getting the use out of this beautiful apartment <laughs> with all this space for people to actually sit down and dine with us and hang out and sleep over. And now we're ready to pack it up. And, and of course, that adds to the uh, anxiety of this. The people throw in that comment, you're going to give up this beautiful San Francisco apartment? But <laughs> it just is like a reflection of how fortunate we've been yeah, to be living in this incredible city and to be part of the San Francisco community. And, and we've been really, really happy here. We just feel a pull to Europe that we want to move forward with. And so one of the signs that was really recent, like within a few days, has been that your job change has immediately put a wrench in the whole idea of you're going to invest more time and effort into this position and we can't overshare but there's a potential opportunity in europe that we are exploring who knows how that's going to shake out any of these options would be wonderful for us right. so i think we're really open-minded about which choice the universe is directing us to but <laughs> right now all three are viable options yeah it really feels like this is limbo like we don't get to have the next sign yet we can't just say, well, we'll just pick one. It's like, no, no. Between the trial, between other things like people coming to town, everything that is anchoring us to not making a decision right now is also frustrating because we're ready to go. And it's a little bit ironic, but one of our shots here today is we're in viewing distance of Alcatraz. And I feel like we're in traveler jail right now. <laughs> and we're really unable to pull the plug on anything. Right now, we're just kind of on an island, stuck while we wait for the universe to continue to unfold and for us to follow the signs along our path to know what the right thing is to be doing. Yeah, it's worked for many years for us. We, we see something, we think it's scary, but we say yes to it and good things come out of it. We really aren't stringing you along. We do not know yet what path we are supposed to take. Yeah, this is not a plot <laughs> trick. We do know that we want to take one of these three paths. We do know that they're all viable and we have planned them all out, but we just can't do it yet. If you're a Harry Potter fan like we are, then you'll know that the, the wand chooses the wizard, Mr. Potter. It's not always clear why. We're going to try to capture as much of San Francisco in the next few episodes. As we leave the city, we want to have as many memories of it as possible. So if you're not subscribed, please go ahead and do so. Give us a thumbs up on YouTube. It really helps to spread the message about our channel and help us to grow our community. And go to findingenuity.com to get contact information for us. Send us an email. Hit us up on Twitter or just leave an open comment. Until next time. Until next time.